Hello and welcome to the WP Builds newsletter. This is number 23, which covers the week commencing the 23rd of July 2018, and it was published on the 30th of July 2018. If you wouldn't mind going over to the WPBuilds.com website and clicking on the share buttons, particularly if you wouldn't mind leaving us an iTunes review by clicking on the iTunes button, that would be amazing. Two more things. Number one, if you go to wpbuilds.com forward slash deals, you can find some deals there. And if you go to wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe, there's a whole bunch of ways that you can subscribe to our content. Okay, before we begin, a little confession. I'm recording this uh, on Thursday. Um, the reason I'm doing that is because I'm going on holiday. So I don't know if some major cataclysmic earth-shaking news in the WordPress community happened on Friday, Saturday or Sunday, then that's why I've missed it and I sincerely apologise. So the news is a little bit shorter this week because I'm probably sitting on a beach right now. <laughs> right, OK, let's go to the first piece of news. The first one is that WordPress 4.9.8 has been, well, the release candidate, should I say, number one, has been released into the wild. Essentially, it kind of wraps one thing, which is the try Gutenberg callout. However, that itself has got a serious bug, which has got a track ticket associated with it, which will be um, solved and then wrapped up into release candidate two. As always, there's a whole load of other tiny little bug fixes in there, but uh, the try Gutenberg callout is the main thing. If you're into beta testing, which I hope you are, then this might be uh, something that's worth looking at. Okay, the next one is the fact that the WordPress core fields API is needing some new leadership. Now, the guy that's been running this for the, the last while is Scott Kingsley-Clark. He took it over, I think, in 2015 when it used to be called, I think, the Metadata UI Project, and it's now become the Fields API. And just taking something from the WP Tavern website, I'll explain what it is. It says, and I'm quote, the Fields API was developed to allow registered fields to different screens in the admin area through a single API. New meta boxes and fields within them could be added to posts, while new sections and fields could be added to the profile screen. The goal of the API is to integrate with all of the various admin screens, including post terms, users, media, and comments, and provide standardization. Clark, in, in a sort of slightly melancholy post, um, it appears that, you know, he's just kind of burnt out on the project. He wasn't able to affect the change that he wanted. He couldn't get enough people excited or enough people to to come on board with him. So he stepped down. Um, and so the project is now looking for new leadership. So if you're a the kind of core contributor type of person, that might be something that you could do. Click on the link in the show notes. The next one, I'm not sure if I've mentioned this before, but it's something called Frontenberg. Now, Frontenberg is a, a project by which you can test out Gutenberg. The project is called Frontenberg, but you go to testgutenberg, all as one word, dot com, and you can try out uh, an example of what Gutenberg can do, the latest version. It's created by a guy called Tom Nowell, N-O-W-E-L-L, -L, who works for Automatic. It's got a few limitations. For example, you can't upload media, because obviously if thousands of people are trying it out, probably kill their server. Um, but you can test everything else out and see exactly how it works. And as, as Gutenberg gets closer and closer by the day, getting a, getting a quick look at Frontenberg might be a really, really good idea. 
Okay, the next one, this is not so much news, it's just something that really interests me. Um, this is on the deliciousbrains.com website, and it's about the struggle that somebody is facing when they suddenly realise, you know what, I don't really want a new Mac anymore. I would, I just don't want to have the expense and all the drama that's associated with the cost of updating Mac computers. So I decided to switch to Windows, and it was really, really nice reading this because I'm faced with the same dilemma. I'm thinking I'm going to ditch Mac and go back to Windows after many, many years. And, and it, he confronts the problems that I'm thinking I'm going, to, I'm going to encounter. So, for example, you know, what, what's your IDE going to look like? What can you use for um, MySQL querying and all of that kind of stuff? Um, so not really news, but nevertheless really interesting. If you're in that situation and you're soon to be, um, you know, upgrading your new Mac, this might be something to look at. He also, quite importantly, found a, a nice command line tool called CMDER, which has got the commands CD and LS, which is obviously quite important. So there you go. And he really liked it. This is actually a chap uh, whose name is Matt Shaw. And he, he thought actually on balance, it was a great thing to move back to Windows. So great. I'm really pleased about that. Okay, um, the next one is WordFence for Business. Now, WordFence, as we all know, is a plugin which you can install, and the idea is it creates a, a sort of firewall and protects your website. Well, they've launched um, a, a for business service, and the idea is it provides expert resources and advice to secure your WordPress investment. Um, I think really it's aimed at people who've got quite deep pockets, who simply cannot, under any circumstance, afford for their site to go down. So this may be something, if you've got enterprise clients, that's worth looking at. You get... Um, you get basically support from senior staff, technical priority technical support, a dedicated client partner, and um, and you get incident response services and so on and so forth. So quite interesting. Like everything in WordPress, it's sort of like the you know the commoditization of it all, and this seems like um, obviously if, you know for for those enterprise clients, probably a no brainer to make sure that their assets are online all the time. That's everything I've got for you for WordPress this week. However, three bits of non-WordPressy news. The first one is the fact that um, as of, well, I'm not exactly sure when as of, I think it was yesterday or something. Certainly it's happened already. Google's Chrome browser has now stopped marking things. Um, well, it started marking things as not secure a little while ago, and, and it was based upon uh, whether you had HTTPS enabled. Essentially, this has now changed over, and I think it was version 68. I'm not sure exactly when that rolled out, but now things are labeled insecure. And apparently, the intention is for this, this little green padlock to go away entirely um, and only for a, a message in that area to be displayed in the future when things are insecure. So the you know the, the idea will be that everything is secure unless we say otherwise. So that the lack of a padlock in the future won't mean anything. It'll just be normal to be HTTPS. Anyway, if you don't have HTTPS on some of your client sites or your own sites, you'll be seeing this warning uh, not secure uh, from now on. So important to get those things updated, I would have thought. Okay, this next one is from Search Engine Journal, and apparently this past week or so, Google have now redefined what low-quality content is. There's a, a rather a lot, actually. I didn't realize that it was done in the way it's done, but they have this panel of people who sit down and they kind of try to affect the algorithm. They work out what is what is good content and what's not good content. There's a list, and it goes a bit like this. 
Something is rated as low content if the following applies. An inadequate level of expertise, authoritativeness or trustworthiness is displayed on the page. The quantity of the main content, sorry, the quality of the main content is low. There is an unsatisfying amount of main content on the, per, on the page. The ads distract from the main content. There is an unsatisfying amount of website information or information about the creator of the main content. A mildly negative reputation for a website or creator of the main content based on an extensive reputation research. And then this is the one, this is the one that I think has got everybody really interested. The title of the main content is exaggerated or shocking. So one of the indicators Google's going to be looking at from now on is clickbait, clickbaity titles with sort of superlative language. Um, well, fascinating. So if you know, you're know you a marketer and you've been using these tactics, in the future, Google may well penalize you for them. So actually, this is something that I would applaud. Okay, and the very last one, absolutely nothing whatsoever to do with WordPress. It's the fact that the BBC is reporting that a liquid lake of water has been discovered on the surface of Mars. Apparently, this liquid lake is about 12 miles across and it lives underneath the southern ice cap. So, you know, what this says for the future of humanity going to other planets is as yet unknown. But if you're interested in space and all that exciting stuff, go and check out the BBC website and you'll be able to research all about water on Mars. Fascinating. Great. I hope you have a nice week and hopefully we'll see you for the podcast on Thursday. Bye bye.